0: the intersection of success and spirituality podcast episode number 124 with the ceo of multi dan Moretti, the fight of my life and so it was just like dedication and
1: dedication and pain and hurt i mean boxers are the most amazing athletes just they're physic- it's such a physically demanding sport yeah so right there to answer your question if you can get through all of that pain like literally nothing can nothing should bother you in a sense
0: Hi there, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Inner Section of Success and Spirituality podcast, where goals of high performers and achievers with their spiritual life. Thanks again for tuning in. Your time is valuable, and of all the things you could be doing, you're listening to the show, and that fills our hearts with joy. It is a true honor to join you this week. There are two things. Two things I have to say about today's guest. He is a visionary and one of the most interesting people I have ever met. His name is Dan Moretti, and he is the CEO of Multi, a diagnostic imaging and surgical solutions company. And Today, we talk about how boxing has contributed to his success as a CEO, creating a work culture in which employees and their spouses don't hate you, and the importance of giving back to the community. So, I'm not going to say anything else. Let's just simply dive in, shall we? With us today, Dan Reddy. I am excited because today we've got an amazing exclusive. Special guest with us, Dan Moretti. Welcome to the show. Thank yeah. you, sir. Good to be here. Uh- I'm telling you, everyone listening. If if you're if you're at home, you you want to sit down for this. If you're driving the car, maybe re-listen to this because this is gonna be quite a treat. Um, Dan, th- there's some people that probably are are meeting you for the very very first time. Uh, and uh, those that are listening right now. And if you were to just simply tell us in your own words a little bit about who you are and just what you do, what would you tell us?
1: I'm very, very boring, so um, no, (laughs) um, I am 44 years old. I am a CEO of a uh, medical and surgical company called Multi, and uh, we've been around since 83. Took it over. About 16 years ago, so um, got an amazing family of employees that just work so so hard. We all work hard together, and we just love each other. It's a very family-oriented uh, business. Mm-hmm. Um, I love surfing and skateboarding and music and art and all the good stuff. So that's a that's so good snapshot of me.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, it, one, one thing that just caught my attention just right now, <laughs> just in that brief brief uh, moment you're just introducing yourself, is you introduced your Coworkers, your employees as yeah. family. Yeah. Uh, that, that's, that's, yeah. that's, that's quite an interesting concept. Uh, what's the story behind that?
1: You know, I think that one, one, the founder of the company has his kids working there. So three, three of his uh, four kids working there, we just work so closely together. We've just developed these relationships that are, you know, make us family. And so though we're not, you know, authentically family in a sense, but we, we treat each other as, as such. Brothers and sisters and we all look after each other and it's important too and yeah. that's how we treat our customers as well. Our customers are our family of customers, not our clients and things like that, but they're true family. So mm-hmm.
0: yeah. I like that. Yeah. Uh, so, so in the scope of just everything you're doing, I can imagine you've got like tons of projects, tons of things going on. <sighs> what are you most excited about right now?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Sleep. <laughs> Sleep is the most exciting thing. No, I don't get much of that, but... Um, <laughs> Uh, Professionally, we have a a product that actually is going to kind of help the – bring the medical community together um, by – Providing access gives our hospitals. Um, We build a community for these hospitals to make um, diagnostic images and reports available at all points of care. Hmm. And so, right now, the healthcare industry is spending tons of money on re-imaging and re exposing patients to radiation when they shouldn't because they Mm -hmm. don't have access to these images. So, our software cures a lot of these problems. We it allows them to, and this is completely boring. So, but uh, (laughs) this is what I'm excited about. But um, it 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 it. Solves a lot of the burdens um, mm. that burden facilities from a clinical and operational aspect, but also, you know, patients are our most important asset, mm. um, and they're people, and they've got families and brothers and sisters, uncles, aunts, all that good stuff, and they deserve the best care. So, mm. this software is a huge tool to giving them the care that they deserve.
0: Mm. And, and okay, so so there's this software. It's helping people in hospitals all around America and all around the world. Sure. Uh, w- with all of that, uh, did you ever ever in your life. Imagine you'd be doing what you're doing today.
1: Not at all. Not at all. I got got thrown into this business in a sense. I was hit head on on my motorcycle and I couldn't go back to doing what I was doing before. Mm -hmm. And I got luckily luckily enough to kind of start at the bottom in this industry. And I just took a liking. I, I found that you know, I was so involved with people with it and I mm. really found people interesting and I still do today. And uh that's what keeps me going. I mean, when you can call like your customers, your f- family and your friends, mm. it's like let's see, I get paid to hang out and talk to my friends. Who wouldn't want that, right? Yeah. So uh no, to answer your question, no, did not ever think I'd be involved with this, but I'm glad I'm glad I am.
0: Sometimes when when uh, I'm just like it's you know, people out there, you know, when I've interacted with you. You're a CEO, so it's like an important title, you know, and it's for those listening, this is a pretty large company, important company and all that. Mm. But you just go on with life simply, you know, you're not super extravagant about it. But the other thing, though, that really catches my attention is when I think of CEOs, people think of maybe Steve Jobs, super cutthroat. (laughs) You know, it's all about the business. It's all about the numbers. It's all about the statistics. But... Uh, you don't just only use people for a means to an end you actually really enjoy people. Can you tell us about that? I do
1: um, you know one of the philosophies of, of our business is like everybody does everything mm. and so yes I'm the CEO, but I take out the trash. I do FedEx labels when they people need help. I do purchase orders I do sales orders, but I'm also directing the business And so I think it's important a CEO is just a title, right? Yeah. I I I direct the company where we should go, and then we get everything in place. And I've got amazing team. Like, if I bring all this stuff in, what good is it bringing it in if I don't have people that can facilitate it, right? Yeah. So that's important. I was just talking about to one of our newest employees about how important that is. Is you know, everybody has a responsibility to keep this machine running, hmm. and so I'm not above any work, and no one should be above their job. Like, oh, I don't, I don't do that because I'm the CEO. No, we all get down and dirty, and we do everything mm-hmm. to, keep that, to keep that machine oiled and, and, and keep it going. So yeah, the dynamic is interesting because a lot of our, our partners, they, they, they have someone that takes out the trash. Mm-hmm. They have someone that's dedicated to doing FedEx labels. They have somebody that does purchase orders and quotes for other people. And we're, we run very, very efficient. I mean, we have a very wow. small staff, so we're kind of a small, big company.
0: And, and have you seen that the CEO, the top dog of the company taking out the trash, how has that impacted your employees?
1: Um, I, I, think in a, in a good way, although sometimes they say, take out the trash. <laughs> so, uh, no, I, th- I think it's important, you know, um, when they see that I'm the one taking calls on the weekends and I'm the one doing that stuff, I think it, it speaks to them and it, and it, it, it allows them, if I didn't do that stuff, the posture would be, well, he doesn't do it. Then why should I do it? You know, that kind of thing. I don't get paid to do that, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. So, um, it's nice that we, everybody sees the value in that and how, yeah the success of our company is because everybody's pitching in. So wow. it allows
0: other people to grow too. So currently you said earlier you're 89, no, 44 years old. Oh, 44. <laughs> 44 years.
1: Hey, I'm 44 going on, I think 13, 14, <laughs> something like that.
0: Something like that. <laughs> so uh, if we were to go back way back when, yeah. when you were a child, how, how was your upbringing and how did that form Dan Wrighty who you are today?
1: Yeah. So um, grew up in a, in a normal home. Both of my parents were extremely hard workers. Um, My dad was a research scientist for uh, the government and defense firm, and my mom uh, was involved in in banking, and she she was very successful with that. But Hmm. um, they were always hard workers, and Hmm. um, anything that they set out to do, whether it was a home project or with us or whatever – you know, it was to hundred percent. So there was no mm. slacking. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, we weren't allowed to like watch TV during the day. You know, my dad would come, but if we were, he would like walk by and just turn off the TV. So it was like, like get wow. out there and do something productive. Don't just sit down and melt in the couch. So yeah, hard work, hard work. And wow. then love, you know, my parents, um, became Christians probably, I was probably in second or third grade or so. Hmm. That was a very, very important part of our life because we got to go from one area and then jump into this kind of new area where my parents like saw that they were one way and they didn't want to be that way. Not that they were bad, but they saw like something missing. Mm. Uh, my dad always says like, why am I not happy? I've got all this stuff and I'm not Mm. happy. And so, um, I've carried that along too. It's like, man, you know, they gave themselves up. They brought us into like the church world, right? We ended up going to a Christian school and, and all that stuff. Mm. But, um, yeah, just a solid, Solid foundation and, and hard work. So we wow. had a house full of love, and it was pretty rad.
0: Wow, wow. Yeah. So, so there's mom, dad. Uh, there's this hard working home. And uh, another thing that's just fascinating for me is when I, I study the life of different leaders is we we're talking earlier that there is a sports watching culture. Uh-huh. But I think there is a difference in when you actually are in sports, how sports yeah. is formative sure. to you. And uh, so <laughs> you, you work with like hospital like, equipment, all this stuff. But one thing people might know is that you were a boxer sometime, mm-hmm. some time ago. And how did. Being in boxing, how did that form you? How did that shape you? What lessons did you get from there that you apply today as a CEO?
1: The lesson learned is it is a very, very tough and painful sport. So to all of you thinking (laughs) about going into boxing, don't do it. (laughs) No, uh, initially for me, you know, I went in there because I was just fascinated with the art and like Mm. how like these guys could see things that a normal person couldn't see like punches Mm -hmm. coming at you with lightning speed and how they can dock and then counter punch and things like that. And I was just fascinated. My, my, my grandfather was, we spoke earlier this morning, my grandfather like handed that down, loved watching boxing. And my dad did. And like, we watched wild world of sports for all of those old people that (laughs) know what that is on Saturday night live. But you know, I grew up watching, you know, uh, Hagler and Hearns and Sugar Ray Leonard and you know, all these amazing, amazing fighters. And so, when you watch that, when you watch it, it's different than actually mm. doing it, right? Mm. You watch it you're like, oh, why did you lose? You know, <laughs> why did you lose? You could have hit suck. it harder. Come on. Yeah. You're, it's like horrible. Like you did a horrible job. And I remember the first time I went into the boxing club. And I'm just watching all these people turn their heads. And I went into a Latino boxing club and I was a a bigger guy. And so I, I kind of started in that like as pretty much like a heavyweight. Right. And so, um, seeing their heads turn to me going like, who is this newcomer? We're going to, we're going to, we're going to, if this guy doesn't have any experience, we're going to chop him down. And they did. And so my first experience in the ring was with a girl named Nadine. She was a professional boxer. She was 17 years old. And, Um, now if it was in the streets, I would have been able to protect myself better. I'll say that, but to do boxing by the rules, she destroyed me. It was so embarrassing. And I was like, so right there, I walked out of that ring going, this is it. I'm done. I can't, I can't do this again, but basically says, this is the difference. You could hurt her if you wanted to, but she's a better technical fighter and you had Uh to play by the rules. So learn to play by the rules, Uh learn this art. And you'll be able to do the same thing. Yeah. And so it was just like dedication and dedication and pain and hurt. I mean, this is boxers are the most amazing athletes. Just they're physic- It's such a physically demanding sport. Yeah. So right there to answer your question, if you can get through all of that pain, like literally nothing can, nothing should bother you in a sense, right? Mm. So mm. nothing that's like like you know obviously a death in the family. Obviously that's another thing. But when you're talking about like yeah. the walking, the regular life you've been through it all. Right. Mm. So when you come up to like, you know, your your business or, or work ethic and things like that, it's like, no, I, I sold shoes, man. I worked at a mm. restaurant. I became like mm. a floor manager of a restaurant. I thought it was the greatest thing in the world because of that boxing experience. Like I want to be the best. I'm going to come in here. I'm going to go through pain and suffering and heartache. Right. And I'm not going to get everything I want all the time, but I'm going to do my best and I'm going to be the best in my mind at what I'm doing. So mm. and that translated through all my work. I became like a manager of a shoe store mm. and then you know a manager over here. So all these things it kind of prepared me yeah. to like go for the gold, do the best you can can do. And then you know, hey, more opportunities present themselves. Hop on.
0: Wow. So I love that. So You've climbed up all these opportunities today, uh, but one thing that really fascinates me about the way that you lead your company, and and this just blew my mind when Mm. I met you, was that you are so intentional about your team, your family, your company, Mm. them not missing the biggest, most meaningful moments of their family. And, and that was crazy because in other companies, it's like, we need you, you know, uh, you're scheduled here. Uh, things need to be done, but you're intentional about, no, you need to be there. Right. You know?
1: Yeah. The one thing that, um, you know, why, why a lot of people are cross trained at the company is when people do need to go and, and be with their families or vacations or whatever that we have that coverage. Right. And so, um, When I kind of took over the role of the leader of the company, in a sense, um, you know, I was doing it all. Like I Mm. was I was an engineer. So I was like doing parts and getting parts ready and building machines and like getting everything right. So I know what it's like to have that big workload. When I got hired at the company, the posture was, no, we don't care if you have family work. It's work. Mm. And um, you just saw a lot of. things where people needed to be Hmm. and just the pain in their eyes that they can't be there with their wives or husbands or kids or whatever. And it's, it's, it's heartbreaking. And I said, there's no need for this. This is like crazy. And so when I kind of took it over, that was the one thing I said is we are, this is going to be a corporate rule that people get to be with their families. They have to be with their families. Hmm. So if they, we find out that they have missed something because they chose work, that's a bad thing at our company. So, um, everybody gets the opportunity to be at appointments and, you know, school events and things like that. So that, that's, that's the culture of our company is we want, that's why people don't leave our company, Mm -hmm. which is great. Yeah. We love that. So we really want to invest into them and to their families' lives too.
0: Yeah. And and in having that vision or that goal, have have there been some setbacks or has, cause there's probably some CEOs or maybe leaders that are maybe listening to and like, but it's impossible or, like, I can't do that or, like, oh, did you find some difficulty or obstacles getting to that point? Because I can imagine maybe you had to, like, maybe experiment a bit.
1: Um, you know, if we're talking about, like, the family dynamic, that, yeah. that part of it, no, it was, it was easy because we just said this is what we're doing. So you have a family event? Go. So just let us know, of course. That's the yeah. hardest part is just let us know. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it, it um, you know, when, when, when I was making the rules about it, right, yeah. it's, it's, it's easy, yeah. So it's like, here's what we have. This is what we're going to do going forward. So yeah. there's nothing worse than like, can you imagine you have an employee and your, their spouses hate, hate your company? Like that would just break my heart, right? So yeah. for I hope that all of our families <laughs> love our company because uh, yeah. we try to make everything accommodating. So
0: That's so great. Yeah. So faith is a big part of your life. Uh, there's this love of boxing, but w- one of the cornerstones of foundations of your life is your faith in, in midst yeah. of all of this. Yeah. Where is God in all this?
1: Uh, everywhere, you know. I, I think that that question could be answered in about three or four hours. So, do we all have that kind of time? <laughs> um, but Sermon. To, now, let's get ready. <laughs> to simplify it, um, you know, it's it, it's if you have a foundation that is, you know, part of your core belief, hmm. it's easier to make decisions and run a company um, with that foundation. And so if I look at like the, like, like the opposite of that, like there are probably chaos in my life, hmm. the chaos would spew over to the walls of our building, spew over to the work yeah. we do. Um, my employees would pick up on that and they would be spewing this stuff all over the place too. So it would be just a lot of chaos. And so I'm not a fan of of chaos. And so I like things simplified. And for me, you know, walking that out and bringing that into our four walls and the founder of our company is a Christian as well. And so it's great to have like that leadership as well. It's hugely important. And it makes those decisions come from a place that generally it doesn't work out all the time. Right. Yeah. But, you know, we're, we're all human. But it's you, you can sleep well at night. Like mm. there's like we're not an unscrupulous company. Like mm. we, we do things by the book, even if it costs us money. Whereas maybe some people like, ah oh, I sold that thing. I made five thousand dollars. But this thing that happened is going to cost me six thousand. Mm. So be it so be it it's so important for our our clients to let them know that we are there for them can you imagine like Mm. we give them the spiel like we're your family we're your this and then something happens and we bounce Mm. like we'd have no faith and now with like social media people can put you on blast like he didn't say what he's gonna do and Mm. and really like integrity is everything like your Mm. name is is everything it's so important especially in this Mm. industry because it's a huge industry but it's a small industry Mm. so um yeah, wow. it's, it's it's nice to know that um, you know we know how all this ends, and so we're just doing our part.
0: So there's different ways in which your faith impacts your work with Multi. Um, yeah. But one of the, the other clear ways is there's a lot of people that hate capitalism for some reason or another. Yeah. But you and what you're doing with the company, you guys have a redemptive arc with what you're doing. So you guys... Are well off you know you're doing a lot of money because of the hard work mm. you guys have put but you guys also are intentional about giving back to the community mm. and can you tell us about th- just the power of having a redemptive way of looking at capitalism and yeah. not seeing it as all bad but then you know i i've been blessed i've worked hard mm-hmm. and there's different ways in which i could use this to impact others
1: sure so we have um, the multi foundation is one of one of our, our the foundations we started and um, we've built uh, one now two, working on a second orphanage that basically houses um, now I think three hundred uh, children who have come from all aspects of like horrible upbringings and things like that and so it gives them three meals a day and it gives them uh, their primary and secondary educations, which promotes them which basically gets them so on fire about learning that they end up going and doing amazing things. Um, so that's one of the way we use our resources. And again, like it's not about like us and our money. Like our our family of customers pay us for things. Mm. So they're the ones really building mm, this mm, thing. And, mm. and we want to do more. And we've got amazing pictures of these faces and um, of these kids that now have like a place to eat uh, and a place to live and mm. they can learn. And, and it's just like, we don't yeah. even know the scope of what they're going through. Like even if we read about it, it's just not even couldn't even touch the surface. So um, really our customers who Mm. believe in us that buy from us, they're the ones paying for all this stuff. And so it's amazing. And then um, we've got a, we support a nonprofit out in Las Vegas called Monday's dark, which is uh, run by a friend of mine, uh, Mark Chinook. And he uh, wanted a way to give back. He's an actor and philanthropist and, and, He's, he's an amazing guy. Um, he's actually just got on to uh, Bob Aram's top rank. So he's one of their wow. commentators. So, yes. like, my, my dream yes. job, you know? Yes. And then he's the uh, commenter for the um, Las Vegas Knights, the hockey team. So, nice. Uh, great, great guy. Just a big, big heart. But um, he wanted to put together a variety show huh. once a month. And uh, raise money that night and auction off stuff and then give the money to local charities. And so mm. obviously there's tons of charities in, in um, Las Vegas. And so what grew into this very – started as a small thing, has grown into this amazing thing where he's got his own building, but um, the Hard Rock Hotel in yeah. Las Vegas – Um, allowed Mark to have his variety show there. And so it's like this eclectic um, um, mix of like uh, comedians and singers and actors and this amazing band. And we just raise money. And so Mm. now they've got their own building and they're doing it uh, twice a year now. But I think it's now 24 local charities a year that are being supported. So it's huge from like – you know, abused women and children, injured firefighters, injured police. You know, yeah. uh, uh, things working with like animals and things like that. So just amazing. But again, this is the fruit of like you know yeah. our clients believing in us. So really, they're 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 paying for all that stuff. So
0: man, so uh, we we've talked about quite a bit. But for the people that are listening, maybe there's clients out there. Maybe there's entrepreneurs. Maybe there's young people that maybe listening to uh, even there's a part of me that goes like, like, man, I want to be like Daniel when I grow up <laughs> that, uh, is there anything else that you have on your heart that you'd like to share with everybody listening and maybe tuning into us right now?
1: Um, yeah, I think that, um, I mean, first of all, this is the first time I've ever done this. So if I seem nervous, that that's why, um, I don't like to be in the limelight, but, um, You know, I I think on a professional level, one of the things that um, when we had this transition, I didn't bring this up. So when I was kind of low man on the totem pole at our company, Mm -hmm. um, our company uh, went through some pretty hard times. There was one side and then there was this other side. We ended up splitting the company in two. And I'll never forget um, my former boss walking out the door. And the last thing he said to me um, was, you'll be with you running the ship. You'll be out of business in two months. And that really stuck with me. One, um, just the boxing mentality is like, yeah. no, man, I, I don't let anybody bully me. So I'll see you down the line. About five months later, he became our biggest customer. He went wow. to work for a, a big company, a, a, a global company, and they became our biggest customer. So he he humbled himself to like saying, I know I said all that stuff, um, but really I believed in you because he believed in me as I was kind of climbing through the ranks, he saw Uh. something in me that he didn't have. And so it was, he was wanting to put the kibosh on what I was doing, even Uh. though it would have made him a lot more money. Right. Uh. And so those were those words. (laughs) He, he he now bites his tongue and we're, we're great friends and uh, we've got a great relationship. And, um, so for those people that are like seeking out the professional world, you know, Everybody is born with this thing inside them. Like either mm. it's going to steer you one way, it's going to steer you the other way, it's going to allow you to propel, it's going to allow you to sink. Mm. So just always go the direction that's going to allow you to propel mm. because everybody is born with the same thing, the same opportunities, the same yeah. drive, the same brain, all that stuff. And so for me, I always look at like anything that happens in your life that potentially could be a big negative or like, oh man, I, I, I'm never going to, yeah. no that's the energy that you need to get you going and out of that stuff to keep moving forward, to be successful and whatever success means. I, I really don't know what success means because <laughs> I, I, I really don't care about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, uh. and then love on each other, man, like love <laughs> on each other. It's so simple. Like, just, like with everything that's going on, I, I, we, we just talked about this today, you know, like I don't really watch the news or anything like that. I don't want to, I don't really pay attention to like, you know, all this banter. I know it's, going on out there. But I think the most important thing is mm-hmm. like, just see people as like loving things, like just mm-hmm. love on people. Your life will just go much smoother. Cause I've been that person that wasn't as loving as I am now. And I don't like that old guy. You know what I mean? So I didn't get far with that guy. So I'm glad oh. we shed that skin. So anyway,
0: last question. Yeah. Um, when it's all said and done and you know your family your clients you, your your team and everybody is just reminiscing about who danny was uh, what would you like oh everyone gosh. to say about you what would you like your like what i'd like
1: them to say about me was <laughs> <laughs> um I, I, okay good question i think the legacy in business would be that um you know i never stopped pushing for them mm. because you know uh, if we look at the if we look at the whole company as a whole um, and if people could like dive in and say, like, what does the leadership look like? What does everybody do? Mm-hmm. Um, and this this is certainly not to be boastful, but I'm giving you a real, real uh, bird's eye view of of the mm-hmm. company. So I pretty much bring in all of the, the business, right? Mm-hmm. The ongoing business. Now, like I said earlier, I can bring it all in if I have nobody b- to facilitate it. What good is it, right? Mm-hmm. So I've got these amazing like people that can like carry out the mm-hmm. what I what I bring in. Um, so if we look at the business like that, I would want them to say, like, he cared so much for us and our families because mm-hmm. I do, um, that he was always willing to sacrifice first mm-hmm. to let us have a little bit easier, uh, go at work. Right. And so, um, whereas like, even if I'm on vacation, like I still have to like answer my employees, like I'm always there for them. So if, again, to answer your question, I would say that I really went the extra mile for them. Mm. Yeah, and, and, and loved on them, you know, because mm. I do. They're, everybody's amazing. <laughs> Such an amazing
0: team. Oh, man. Um, so there's, there's there's probably people listening, and maybe maybe there's some people that maybe don't work at a hospital, but maybe they know somebody, or maybe there's somebody that does, and uh, they'd like to stay connected with uh, the company and just everything you're doing, or maybe with the foundation. Sure. Uh, what's the best way they can do that?
1: Um, my email is dan at diagnostic. Com. No S at the end. A lot of people like throw S's on there. I don't know why. Uh, or you can get uh, w- our website is multidiagnostic.com. So that's dot com Again, no S at the end.
0: <laughs> no S at the end. No
1: S at the end. Let's <laughs> say that again. Um, so, yeah. And then we, we've got a, uh, oh, I don't even know. My uh, Instagram would be multi-underscore-diagnostic. Mm. So, awesome. Then, yeah, I've got a link LinkedIn Check it as out. well.
0: Check yeah. It out. All right, so that's been amazing, my friend. Yes,
1: thank you so much.
0: So that right there, that is a wrap of our interview for today. An interview that definitely gives us some very intricate perspectives on a number of things and definitely makes us think. Right here in this moment, we leave you with a sneak peek of our next coming episode with the CEO of Adarga Entertainment Group, Alex Davila.
2: He is a blessing. You know, there's a lot of challenges in having a child with special needs. And one of the passions that I, I really have with a, a young person that might have a child with special needs is life doesn't stop. Sometimes you feel paralyzed because there's a communication issue. You know, sometimes you feel that your child might have a tantrum at the mall or, you know, you can't go anywhere. You know, there's this fear of judgment. There's a fear even to go to church. Because is, is your child going to lose control? And I think we live in a in a in a world where we always want to have control. God says you need to leave that control to me. You you really need to surrender and have faith in. And with Josiah, we've done that. We it's been the, one of the most liberating things because I feel like we did suffer and we did um, grieve. We grieved the sense of. We don't have control over my son's life.
0: As you heard in that clip, next week's episode is going to be a very personal one, but a very powerful one that you do not want to miss. Thanks again for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe to stay connected. If you have any comments, feedback, or invitations for speaking engagements, or would like to contact us for any other reason, we'd love to hear from you. You can email me at Joshua. Dot Ogaldas, O G A L D E Z, at live, L I V E dot com. Also, you can find me on Facebook as Joshua Ogaldas and Instagram. We got a page exclusively for the show at Intersection Podcast. Be blessed. Let's keep building a legacy. Till next time, this is Joshua Ogaldas signing off. Grace and peace be with you, friends.